her attention returned to the deserted road, and she flicked on the wipers again. The cabin wasn't more than a half mile farther, but in this rain, at night, and on foot, it might as well be on the other side of the universe. She blew out a heavy breath, making her overgrown bangs flutter, and stared into the black sheets of rain. Cooper Wells, Bradley's buddy since their pimply-faced youths. They went through high school and college together, then on to chiropractic school. Afterward, they'd both returned to Albuquerque to set up their own practices, and they stayed best friends until Bradley's diagnosis. A vein throbbed at her temple. Just the thought of Coop inspired a desire for margaritas. A whole pitcher would be great just about now, except that after two drinks, she usually ended up dancing on the nearest table with a lampshade on her head. Cooper Wells just wasn't worth the embarrassment, or the hangover. Ancient history, she mumbled. It didn't matter anymore. Bradley was gone, and her association with Cooper Wells ended with Bradley's passing. Except for the cabin, which was her reason for being here in the first place. It was time to let the cabin go, too. Bradley would have wanted Coop to have it. They did buy it 50-50, long before she and Bradley married. Ella stared at the windshield, now completely obscured by the heavy rain, and sighed. Of course, she arrived on one of the only ten days out of the year when it rained in northern New Mexico. Traveling to a cabin located two miles down a dirt road would have been too easy in nice weather. Shoulders sagging, she thumped her forehead against the steering wheel. Final score, muddy ditch one, stupid redhead that didn't check the weather, zero. A bolt of lightning cracked open the sky and revealed the jagged silhouette of the Sangre de Cristo Mountains. She and Winston both jumped. Her heart thumped against her ribs. Ready or not, it's time. Winston's head popped up. Ella pulled up the hood of her flimsy windbreaker, zipped it up to her nose and looked at Winston. Opening the door, she stepped into the watery ditch and sank half up to her knees in mud. Still in the car, Winston pulled on the leash. Oh, no, you don't. She tugged harder against his 65-pound girth. If I've got to do this, then so do you. His tongue disappeared into his flattened face, and he dug all four paws into the expensive leather seat. Seriously? You're seriously going to make me carry you? She cursed, not really under her breath. I should have gotten Bradley a chihuahua. At least they can swim, and they don't weigh as much as a small elephant. She tried to pull one foot free from the mud. A loud sucking squish sounded, and one shoeless foot appeared. Are you freaking kidding me? She glared at Winston. I just bought these. He sneezed and resumed his wild horses couldn't drag me out of here stance. That's it, buddy boy. You're coming whether you want to or not. And once we're out of this ditch, you're walking your prima donna butt the rest of the way to the cabin. With a humph, she hoisted the stubborn bulldog from the car and stumbled back under his weight. Thick mud clung to her feet like cement weights, and she lost her balance. A loud splash sounded as she fell backward, Winston clawing to stay on top of her like she was his lifeline. With both arms wrapped around him, her car keys began to slip from one hand. When she eased her hold on Winston to tighten her grasp on them, he clawed his way higher and pushed her down into the water. Ella sputtered and gasped for air, 
One arm flailed to regain control and the keys jarred loose. With a plop, they disappeared into the same watery grave as her shoe. Where was a crane when you needed one? Or animal control? Mumbling something about a chihuahua, Ella picked her way up and out of the ditch, each step squishing and slurping. She walked the hydrophobic dog, now stiffened in protest, to higher ground and sat him down on the rain-soaked road. Then she waded back, dropped to her knees in the murky water and searched for her keys. Her hand brushed against metal and she grabbed for it. Falling back onto her butt, she squeezed her eyes shut and rested her forehead against the keys, fisted into one hand. Several calming breaths later, she forced herself up and sloshed to the car. She retrieved her purse from the front seat and kicked the door closed with a shoeless, muddy foot. And another thing, she said, marching back to Winston to grab his leash.